0: sure.
1: Thanks for downloading the I'm So
2: Sure podcast. I'm Scott. I'm Kevin. And this week we're going to be talking about different things. Yes, things. This is episode
1: 109.
2: Oh, I can't believe we've done that
1: many episodes. And we're coming up on three years of this podcast. So if you do the math. I don't do math. I have I a calculator. But we're not very... Faithful about being every week or even every two weeks. Well, you aren't. That's true. If it were up to me, we would do it every two weeks. Maybe every... We used to do it every week. We used to. That's when we had a lot more to say. We've said everything.
2: Well, anyway, there's been a lot going on this week. It was Madonna's 60th birthday, so we need to celebrate that. We do. And with the world lost the Queen of Soul this week,
1: Aretha Franklin. Yes, very sad. It was not unexpected, but still it was very sad.
2: And we have new releases that we're
1: going to talk about from
2: Jake Shears of Scissors Sisters and Tom Bailey from the Thompson Twins.
1: And a few other surprises and most likely some complaining.
2: Well, yeah, because you're the malcontent.
1: Yeah. Well, I want to start things out with a song for Madonna's birthday by Madonna.
2: Is it going to be a good song? I mean, they're all good. Well, most of them. They're varying degrees of good, but yes, it will in fact be a really good song. Is it something that I approve of that gets the Kevin seal of
1: approval? Is If it's Madonna, then yes. Let's just play this track by Madonna.
3: Haven't I seen you
0: somewhere before? Four, four, four familiar you wanna dance yeah yeah. 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 come join the party
2: If you go to Madonna's YouTube channel, her, maybe her,
1: is it Vivo? Vivo. There's Um, so many of those V whatever.
2: Yeah. On YouTube, she released on her birthday this week, the video professionally shot of her performance from this year's Met Gala thing. Yes. So she performs Like a Prayer. And a little bit of a new song, which I believe is called Beautiful Game. And then that song that everyone thinks is so beautiful that so many people have covered, that Hallelujah song, which is very repetitive. And you know how I feel about that. Oh, we know. Believe me. We all know. That goes on for like 25 minutes. Or six it's long. I mean, I like that she's doing it, obviously, since I love her so much. But that song is just so repetitive. I just, I don't care
1: for it. Well, it's a wonderful Leonard Cohen contribution.
2: Really? Name or, I mean, name composition. Name
1: one other song by him. I love a song by him called Waiting for That Day. I think it's what it's called. George Michael has a song called that. That's what you're thinking of. Well, it's some Leonard Cohen song with something like that. Or Waiting for the Miracle. Waiting for the Miracles was coming. Uh-huh. That's what I thought. It's a good song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, huh? <laughs> I'm not saying I'm the president of the Leonard Cohen fan no, club. No,
2: you're the president of many other fan clubs, though, that we can't get
1: into. Not yours. Not yours. That's
2: right. Thank God. Because... There are no members of your fan club because God knows everything would just fall apart. Oh, things wouldn't get done. Oh, Ugh, it'd just be a gigantic wreck. Like my fan club, no fan club there. That's right, none. No takers. None. Sales are slim. Speaking of fan clubs, we got a message this week from one of our listeners, who I'm sure this isn't his name or her name, but they go by the, the screen name Taekwondo.
1: and Wouldn't it be wonderful if that was one of our fans' real names? Like, Let's God not give a name. Well, I'm sure there's somebody out there that has that name. That's possible.
2: It's probably more than possible, but let's not get into that. So this person has a playlist... Of I'm So Sure songs that we've played. Oh, that's fun. And they enjoy every new episode so they can add a few songs to their I'm So Sure playlist.
1: Well, that's fun.
2: So I thought that was kind of cool. So they have a new Madonna song for their playlist. It's not a new song, but it's, uh, you know, it's a new addition to their playlist. And now we're going to talk about Aretha Franklin. So, she passed away this week after dealing with a long illness and is very, very sad that um, she's passed away. It
1: is. Uh, her contribution to music and to uh, culture and everything can't be overstated. I mean, she was a legend, she's a powerhouse. So we're going to play a
2: song that we both love. It's her duet with George Michael. I remember reading an article at the time um, about the recording of that song. Aretha didn't know who George was when they came to her. Oh, wow. With the idea of doing a duet. So that's kind of funny. Because he was a huge star. Right at that time I was kind of the beginning toward the beginning of
1: him becoming a but solo in America star. that was at the beginning of him being a household name so and he his music was not in the same circles as her music at the time so that's understandable she might have not even been that familiar with the when she recorded with him either yeah that's funny that you mention that because
2: i saw so many posts About, well, just about, you know, kind of her 80s songs. And I saw several mentions of her duet with George Michael. I didn't see anybody say anything about her duet with Eurythmics. That's weird. Well, the song wasn't as big of a hit as I Knew You Were Waiting for Me. Right. But, so maybe people, it just kind of slipped their minds.
1: But anyway. Anyway, here's two legends that hopefully are now singing again together in the afterlife. Here's I Knew You Were Waiting For Me by George and Aretha.
2: still find it hard to believe that George Michael passed away. Yeah, it is very surreal. It just seems so weird. You just don't expect that like when you're when you know we were younger and had just first discovered him and then, you know, when it was apparent that he wasn't going anywhere, that he was this huge superstar, even though he wasn't exactly the most prolific artist when it came to releasing albums, he really doesn't have as as many albums. Yeah, he doesn't as have a really big body of work. Yeah, but I mean, it's I mean he there's enough, but he could have been more not like he was prince but no one was like prince but right. but anyway um as far as i'm not comparing their their talent i'm just saying their as, output yeah their output but um you just don't expect that somebody's going to you know pass away at such a young
1: age right like, i mean um, he was like within 10 years of our age mm-hmm. not that much older than us And on that note... That's somber.
2: (laughs) Well, let's talk about some new and fresh things.
0: New releases, please.
1: This is exciting to talk about. New music releases that are not reissues of something that we've owned multiple times and multiple versions in the past. What is your new music release that you want to talk about?
2: Well, the first one would be by Mr. Jake Shears. Of Scissor Sisters fame? Well, I think you know that he is. Why would you ask that as if it were a question? Of Scissor Sisters fame. His first solo album is out because Scissor Sisters have been on a hiatus for several years now, and um, so we finally have some new music from Jake, who is pretty much the, probably the, the main force behind... Scissor Sisters along with Baby Daddy.
1: Yeah, it's pretty clear listening to this that... It sounds like a Scissor Sisters album. Yeah, that he was Scissor... Or is Scissor Sisters. He's the heart of Scissor Sisters.
2: And I was reading in some interview with him that he said that, like, oh, some queen, like, listened to my new album and said, every song that you do sounds exactly the same this all sounds like scissor sisters and he his reply was yes that's because i wrote those songs and i wrote these songs too that'll do it
1: be careful because there's a little sticker in there i don't want to oh i'm sorry yes i'm just looking at the artwork for the cd because yeah kevin is a supporter as we all know of physical media
2: oh yes in fact i have this on cd and vinyl well that's exciting
1: well, he's wearing a dress on the inside of this artwork.
2: The album cover reminds me of like an old Carly Simon or James Taylor kind of album cover, or Carole King. Yeah, he's just kind of relaxing on a couch, and the the font of his name and just the whole thing
1: just looks kind of like a seventies. It, it's album. a very classic album cover. Well, what so, song do you want to play by Mister? Well,
2: I want to play the second single, which is called Big Bushy Mustache. But I did want to say, while I was listening to this album, like, it's got all the elements. Like like I said, it sounds like Scissor Sisters, and it's, I mean, it's got, like, disco elements, and it's got kind of, like, even though he's from the Pacific Northwest, he loves New Orleans, so there's that kind of element. Because he lives in New Orleans,
1: I think, part of the time. Yeah, I actually heard an interview with him the week of the album's release on NPR, and he was talking about loving the South and living in New Orleans and then going to, I think, Nashville uh, to record this album. I want to say also that I... recorded it in Louisville. Oh, Louisville, okay. I noticed a big... um, Things that remind me of David Bowie, like in the... In the early 80s, like like the Young Americans and stuff, there was a, just a lot of parts of it in the instrumentation reminded me of the music the, like that.
2: The thing that I was reminded of, is, to me, it sounds a lot like Super Tramp. Yeah. Like, remember... Like, like Breakfast in America. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the upper register clarinet. Because I know that because I played clarinet in middle school band.
1: Well, I also played drums. You know what I played in middle school band?
2: Nothing, because you
1: quit <laughs> I did alto sax the summer between fifth grade and middle school in sixth quitter grade. and once it got to the first day and the reality set in of actually going to band class every day as one of the periods I was just like you know what I don't want to do this anymore and I just quit I just said I've changed my mind and my parents were a little bit upset. We didn't buy the the saxophone, but we had been paying like Rent. rental on it, and they were just like shaking their fist up in the air, like, ooh.
2: well, at least you tried it."
1: Right. But mm. I could have decided before actually time for school. But
2: so, what did the school do? Did the, like they change? They had to change your schedule.
1: Obviously. Yeah, I had to change my schedule. It was like the first day too, and I was just like, I don't want to be here. That that
2: pretty much sums
1: up everything about you. Well, better to decide then to get out of something than be trapped in something for years. But you have to go like to
2: summer band camp, Mm -hmm. like when you learn how to play the instrument,
1: which I barely learned, and I don't. I kind of faked at reading music. I I can't read music to this day. Oh. Yeah, O, <laughs> O is right. I can, well, because I also play piano. I took piano lessons for several years. You know who else knows how to play piano? Holly Hunter in your favorite movie, The Piano, <sighs> and it's that Brat's daughter, like her, or her da- Bratty daughter.
2: Yeah, her Bratty daughter's fault.
1: That doesn't she get like her finger cut off? Oh yeah, or she something? gets her finger chopped off. I have that show on Blu-ray. Are you Why? Surprised? It's a good show.
2: Just because some things. Just because you watched something once and liked it doesn't mean you have to own it. I've seen that movie dozens of times. <sighs> Why would anybody watch that movie dozens of times? Oh, I would just love to watch a movie about a woman who's sort of a bitch, get her finger. Oh,
0: she's
1: not a bitch.
2: Well, it's Holly
1: Hunter. Or well. Not the most versatile. All right, practices. let's get back to Jake Shears and his she, sound. Does she have a stroke in it. Oh shut up. She won an Oscar. So she Did had, she? she? The only stroke she had was a stroke of genius. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't
2: work much at all. Well, anymore. last time
1: we saw her was in the movie that made you say you'd never see another superhero movie, which was that Batman versus Superman. Ugh. But you should have been happy because she got blown up, killed in an explosion in the movie. For real? In the movie. Uh-oh.
2: I don't wish anything ill upon Holly Hunter. She's in a, one of my most hated movies of all time. Broadcast News. The movie's probably fine, but I had to go see it with my father and sister. So enough said. Yeah, enough said. So back to Jake. It's kind of been a big year for him. He was in Kinky Boots on Broadway. He wrote his autobiography, which was highly enjoyable, which I have discussed before on this podcast and now he's got his
1: solo album was the um, autobiography as as entertaining as david lynch's autobiography that i finished? i
2: wouldn't know because i don't read garbage oh and apparently you don't either because you've never read the book I in fact you don't even own audiobook.
1: you don't even own the book i'm gonna get the book but i have the audiobook and i listen to
2: that not the same audible. doesn't count You have to actually read it. You can't listen. Listening to something is not the same as reading. I absorbed it
1: (sighs) into my consciousness. And quite frankly, I don't even believe that you listened to all of it. I did. You were in the car for part of it, and you thought that it was some challenged person talking on it. You didn't even know it was David Lynch. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. So
2: jake shears has has a new song and video the video is so much fun have you watched it i have not
1: i listened to the whole album and i really didn't
2: i ask you to go please watch this video i have not seen it yet it's called big bushy mustache and here it is Well, so you've seen the video now. Yes, it's enjoyable. He's making another video. So there's going to be like a trilogy of videos from this album. Is he going to release a video EP? I don't think people do that anymore. Well, they should. It's funny. I was uh, scanning all of my Madonna CDs into my discogs. Have I talked about that? Oh, yes. But,
1: I mean, have I talked about it on the podcast? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. 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 Have I talked about Twin Peaks? Have you talked about Discogs? Yes. 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 Okay, so
2: it's going to take me, like, hopefully till the end of the year. I'm going to have this project over. I have to scan all of my vinyl. That's albums. Vinyl 45s, which you know I have a zillion uh-huh. of. And CDs and cassettes and such. So, um, I, on Madonna's 60th birthday, I, I went out of order. I just wanted to revisit her mm-hmm. oeuvre. Oeuvre, CD-wise. And remember, uh, there was a special CD video single released for Papa Don't Preach. It was like a gold mm-hmm. disc, yes. And it was I guess that was like something new that was going
1: to come out and then they just, it wasn't like a format that took. Right, because it was, I remember there was it was very hard, with even with all my technology, I had very I only had one machine that it could play on. It was supposed to work on a few different things to be able to watch on TV, I think. I can't really remember. It was like VCD. I mean, that was a format for a while. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, this was years before DVDs. Right, but it's in the direction of DVDs. I mean, but it, I think it might have played on a laser disc player that I had. Yeah, that was it. Right.
2: I remember. I, I think it's Information Society's first album. It has like CD plus. It's called CDG
1: CD Graphics. Yeah and some of those would play like on a PlayStation. Yeah, and they could have they had like graphics and lyrics while you listened to the album. It was like enhanced. Remember that was a thing too enhanced CDs and a lot of those like fucked up when you put them in your computers to try to rip audio from them to make like, you know, for iTunes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, back in the old old days when I had that $350 rca Lyra mp3 player and i was so excited because i could take music off my cds and fit about five hours of it onto this 350 dollar little mp3 thing that of course a few years later i you know the ipod blew it out of the water but
2: well when you got was it did you have an ipod yeah
1: oh of course you did i got an ipod about two and a half or three years after they first came out because I was like, this is really cool, but it's really expensive and it may not last. It may not stick around. <laughs> so you gave me the lira. You had the lira when I got my first iPod. And then. And I think
2: I used it once. It was just a big hassle. It was such
1: a pain to transfer stuff yeah. onto it. And I
2: remember it was like in the top drawer of my desk, and I think I just threw it away. Yeah, like I didn't keep it, which is weird because I keep almost all like old technology. Like I have all my old phones that I didn't trade trade back. in, and I have my my first. Well, I gave your dad my first iPod. It was the iPod Shuffle. Yeah, but I have my first iPod. The was that was was like a video ipod you had a video yeah it has like a little tv screen on it because i have it like on display right in my and i have the very first
1: ipod i got because uh, we gave it to our friend nick who used it after i had like two ipods later and he used it until the hard drive crashed on it he gave it back to me which i'm happy because i'm just happy to have that yeah and just like i have a very old a phone of yours it's like a iphone 4 so it's like super teeny tiny size that's like doll sized in comparison to how phones are you now. have it i still have it and i charge it up all the time to keep it running but i can't it's weird it's so old i can't put in my was I- it my first iphone no it might have been your second well, um, i've only had i think three well let me look right now it's right here in my ikea cabinet Oh, and I have this iPod Nano. Also, it's the video iPod Nano. It's like a, oh, it needs to charge. It's oh, that's really what dead. Melissa
2: McCarthy has in yeah. Bridesmaids. Right. So that was my first phone. Maybe.
1: Oh, and it's dead, too. I need. They they hardly hold a charge anymore. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's so, I mean, I'm, I'm sure people listening to this are going, oh, wow, this is a riveting conversation because <laughs> they can't see it. Riveting? Riveting. Riveting. You know what I'm saying, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, where was I going with all this stuff? Technology. We we're just talking about technology. Wow, it gets outdated quickly and it changes. It's like super fast. In fact, I'm looking forward to next month the announcements for the new iPhones. They most likely are going to come out with an iPhone 10, like I have now, but it'll be one that's 6.5 inches, which Ooh. will be. This is like five point. Six or something like that. So my phone is bigger than yours. My your is bigger than yours. Well, it's because my phone is all screen. So really, the screen on mine is about the same size as your entire phone. Oh. Or yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Something like that. I don't know.
2: Well, when I first got my phone, I just I wasn't so excited about having a larger phone. But as I get older and my vision is becoming compromised and you know, things just change when you get older. I'm real happy that I have a larger screen to look at. Yes. You know what's weird? Like, do you remember when you were, well, maybe, I don't know how things were before you knew me. So did you ever ride somebody else's bike after you had been riding your bike and how it would feel weird?
1: No. <sighs> Probably. I'm sorry, I can't, I can't share that. Well,
2: that would happen. Like if you would ride someone else's bike, it just it felt really weird because it was different than your bike. Like just because things are in different places. Well, I had been on. I kind of flip flop in between my phone and my iPad during the day. Right. There are certain games that I only play on my iPad. And I don't really play a game. Well, I played Words with friends on my phone. But um, anyway, it was weird going in between like your phone and your iPad because it feels differently. It's just like writing a thought at someone else's bike. Well, and it's like even if, though both things
1: belong to me, it's like if I, you know, for some reason if I have to move your car or like get in my dad's car or move my dad's car, yeah, drive, like it's that. strange. It's very alien and, and weird. But no, the difference between. The phone and the pad, obviously, besides the size, is, well, like with a lot of different models, like my phone has no button. It has no home button to, or fingerprint scanner or anything like that. So it's... Cause it's so
2: anybody could pick it up and use it?
1: Well, you try it. It's, no, it's locked. It has to unlock with my face. Oh. It has to scan my face. And what that, if
2: you get in an accident and you become disfigured?
1: Well, you're able to... You know my passcode. You're able to enter a passcode if, oh, it, if okay. it doesn't accept your face. So... But their rumors are they're going to have, besides the bigger phones, new iPads, and there'll be ones that have more screen like this, and they won't have a button, and they will be the, the Face Well, idea. our
2: listeners can't, when you say this, they can't see what you're
1: showing me. An iPad 10, or iPhone 10, sorry. And you think you're going to get that? I am due for, I haven't had a new iPad since 2013. I thought you were talking about an iPhone. Oh, I'm going to get the new iPhone when it comes out.
2: But you just got that
1: phone when I'm I on got a year, mine. I'm on a yearly cycle.
2: No, that's dumb. You, There's nothing wrong with that phone. You're not on a yearly cycle.
1: You usually wait till the next one comes out. I'm on AT&T Next plan, which means as after you've had your phone for like a one-year period, when something new comes out, you're able to upgrade that.
2: Well, so we're on the same plan, so does that hold true for me?
1: Yeah, but I don't think you need to get a new phone.
2: <laughs> You're awful. You're terrible, Muriel. I would like a new something new,
1: even though I love this. Well, you might want to get a 10. You might want to get one without the, that does your face ID, but then face. you've got to learn how to operate that without pressing that home button all the time. I like that button. Maybe I'll just stick with what I have. Well, there'll be a new version.
2: Of Will there the... be more
1: cost? Will I have to pony up some money? Yes, you will. You're part of our phone plan thing would undoubtedly go up if you were to change to a different phone that was more exciting and new Then what's the point of that next deal? Just to get the newest and best every year. But you also suffer because you're paying for you're leasing it and like if you stick on that plan and pay for it within like two years, the phone is yours and then you're not paying that fee every month with the phone bill to be doing installments and the phone is just yours you can also resell it or do whatever but with that next thing you have it for a year you just simply give them the phone you've been paying for and you start from scratch with a brand new phone and keep paying the same amount oh i'm happy with what i have that's what i thought
2: and it's not because i'm being cheap i just think that's sensible i'd rather spend that money on something like a vacation the vacation because you know I'm going to Disney World. Yes, I know. Oh, I can't wait. I can't
1: wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. You're only just over two months away from your vacation. It's going to be very exciting. It's going to be exciting for me because I will not have to see your face for a week.
2: But you're going to be in my
1: house. Not every minute. Apparently, I won't be in there as much as I thought because I was going to take you're some time take off of my from work and I thought I could... Take care of your cats and be at your house and take care of my own cats at my leisure. You figure it out. But I'm not able to take off extra time from work while you're gone. You figure it out. Your cats will just get as much time as I have available. Well, they hate you, so. Well, one of them does.
2: Well, he does. He doesn't really hate me. Well, did you leave him just when he needed you most? Yeah, he was intolerable. (sighs) He's talking about Elliot. Elliot. Which, if you follow me on the Facebook or the Instagram, you know Elliot. And you know what a star he is.
1: And you can imagine how much hell he was to live with when he was a kitten. (sighs) Drove me out of that house.
2: You shut your stinking mouth. Daddy
1: drinks because you cry. When did you start crying? Because daddy drinks.
2: What if someone put a bag over your head and kidnapped you? No one would pay the ransom. That's for no sure. one. No, the ransom would be like three dollars. Oh, yeah. So.
1: It'd be a Blu-ray release of one of my favorite movies of all time that just got announced, and I'm not kidding. Sally Field in "Not Without My Daughter" is coming out on Blu-ray.
0: <laughs>
2: Did you like that Sally Field picture I sent you? Yes,
1: that was really good.
2: <clears throat> we can't talk about
1: that. It used an inappropriate word that starts yes. with C and ends with T. <laughs>
2: uh so were there any blu-rays that came out this week that you
1: purchased? i picked up the 4k blu-ray of the avengers infinity war which oh, i don't even know what me, that is before you say anything yes it's a real movie yes it's so actually it sounds made up. the biggest movie that's come out this year it still it's, sounds made, made up. the most money it's a huge giant global smash sensation and it's a good show and it looks great in 4k but you don't ever have to watch it. I'll never try to make you watch it. Because mm. it's like two hours and 30 minutes long. No.
2: That, w- that would not be possible. I already saw a two hour and 30 minute movie this week. But you liked it. Mission Impossible. Fallout. It, w- it wasn't as great as everybody says it is. No, I really liked I it. I liked it. Yeah. I did.
1: I wasn't disappointed. but I liked I, the last one better. I liked the last two better than this one. Um yeah. But it was still really good.
2: I just was confused. The 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 main girl in the movie looked too much like... Rebecca Ferguson is who you're talking about. And she looked too much like Tom Cruise's ex-wife in the movie. And that's Michelle Monaghan.
1: I think, actually, that might be kind of on purpose. I think it's supposedly... He like, has a type. He has a type, yeah.
2: But I just found it confusing. And so did Vicky. So. I did not because I am familiar with the
1: actresses.
2: Oh, that one. The, not the wife, but the other one. Rebecca Ferguson. Was this her first film?
1: No, she was in the previous movie. She oh. had a bigger part in the previous movie. and Seemed like she had a pretty big part in this yeah. one. Yeah, She's the one that saved Tom Cruise in the last one when oh. he drowned in that thing underwater oh. she had to shock she him she
2: just wasn't very she's just not
1: distinctive oh I think she's really really good I think like, she's the strongest thing that this series has done why
2: can't they her. get Cameron
1: Diaz she well they tried that it was a movie called Night and Day and it was horrible with Tom Cruise and Cameron oh. Diaz horrible
2: oh did you see it
1: no but it was horrible <laughs> no. I can guarantee you that it was horrible
2: I'm not saying that I love her or anything but like at least I can remember I mean I
1: don't dislike her cameron she's okay well i'd quit acting in movies too if i had to be in the remake of annie well yeah that, that would do anybody that's in. career killer right there but
2: no she just i think she got married and it's just you know happy being married and living wife but she's very memorable she's very distinctive and unique and i can remember her but there's just there was just something so bland about the, these women in the movie that I just couldn't. Well, I think also just think not
1: memorable to me. Tom Cruise likes to have talented people surrounding him in movies, but he also doesn't want people that are going to upstage him either.
2: Well, I guess that's understandable,
1: right? So he's not going to make a movie with, say, Grace Jones, which I would love a movie if it was Tom Cruise and Grace Jones.
2: I think a lot of people, they just, they can't separate Tom Cruise from his Scientology and his personal beliefs. And, like, I, I've i never heard anything about him that was negative, that said he was an asshole, that he you know treated people poorly right. or i mean everybody always says that he's very professional he's very nice and you always read like really great stories about things that he's done mm-hmm. and but yeah it's just the scientology thing people have like such a and i'm not saying that i support that support that way, at, at all, all at all but they get that dislike of that and they They forget that he makes good, fun, entertaining movies a lot of the time. Right. But they just have that that Scientology, you know, mental block. And it keeps them
1: from going to see. That's in my mind a lot of the time about him, but I can put it aside. I think if he actually was publicly visible... With promoting Scientology or saying things about it, it, which he does not do, he's very smart, and that's his business to do whatever he wants to do. That's fine. I don't understand it, he, but he can do what he wants to do, you know. And obviously, it works for him, you know. Yeah, I mean, clearly, it works for him. And also, he's one of those people that you could tell, like during that movie, he was just like. He's never phoned it in. Like, he's always, like, super committed to whatever he does. Well, yeah, movie. all
2: those stunts that, I mean, you can tell, oh, he really did this. Yeah. He, he broke his ankle ankle making this movie, so.
1: Right. And I'm looking forward to the sequel to Top Gun, which I think is going to be next year, even though it has one of your least favorite young up-and-coming stars in it, Miles Teller. Oh, fuck. If he's in a movie, it's, like,
2: instant bomb. Well, we'll
1: see. He's I mean, made
2: so many I know crummy
1: movies. Yeah, I just don't like him. I mean, I don't think it's going to be like a Fantastic Four effect or anything like that, but I really wanted to see that because I like that Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Bell, but I just, I couldn't, I didn't want to see it because of Miles Teller. And I'm not a fan of that Kate Mara who played the invisible girl. Plus, I have no a, idea who that is. It's another case of casting the movie where the people were just, all wrong for the movie. Like, they just didn't... I just... Hasn't that movie been made, like, a couple times and they never have got it right? They've never gotten it right. I mean, they did okay with... um, Chris Chris. Evans was the human torch in those earlier, like, mid-2000 movies. There was two of those. Oh. Who knew? Yeah, who knew? I knew. That's who. I knew it. Everyone else knew it. You just didn't know. Uh, Because I didn't care. Right. Maybe. <coughs> oh my me. god. Sorry about that. That sounded like a chihuahua. <laughs> that was just Judy's talking. Yeah, I had a big breakfast. A big, big breakfast. Yeah, I did. Orp, 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 I don't orp, have orp, to orp, eat orp, for orp. the next three hours. Maybe four hours.
2: We had the same thing to eat for the most part. You ate a lot more than I did. I left quite a bit. I was
1: really hungry. We had the big breakfast from just Judy's. Well, I started to feel a little bit hungry like right before bed last night. I was too. And we had a big dinner
2: last night. I think
1: it's just the nature of the kind of food we ate. We had Thai. Mm -hmm. And I think that, I mean, mine really, if you look at mine, mine was over half of it was vegetables. And then I did have rice, but it was just a... Do you like brown rice and vegetables? No, but I like sticky rice and vegetables. You do? Yeah, I do. As long as there's some meat with it, too.
2: Do you know what I'm even doing? Showgirls. Yes, I know that. You're acting like you have no idea what I'm talking about. So let's see. Let's let's regroup here. We've talked about Jake Shears, Aretha, Aretha, Madonna, Madonna. We need to talk about the t- other album. We talked about Discogs.
1: I fit in some Twin Peaks and David Lynch.
2: But I talked about my records that I've been listening to. I'm like really into my records. I would love to have a nice little record player. You do. It's right there. It, it's mine. But
1: I gave it to you. I want one that has speakers built into it that I can...
2: speak, Like a
1: Mickey Mouse record player? No, like a... Is it Crosley? Like one of those type I have things. one
2: of those, but you talk to our friend Mike. Mike will tell you. Those are the worst? They're not... Apparently they're bad on records. Somebody else told me that. But I have a Peanuts record player that I just loved and has the built-in speakers. Mm-hmm. And everything, but it just, it's cute and fun, but it just was not good enough. I needed something that had real speakers and an amplifier and that's my setup now.
1: I know because I I know. I participated in the setup of said because setup. I can't put that kind of thing together.
2: Well, if Mike lived here, I'm sure Mike could have put it together for me true yeah, it probably
1: would have been better than what you ended up with but you what you have is is nice
2: i'm gonna see mike when i go to this he lives in florida now so i'm very excited yes. about that well i don't see where you have any room to put this setup.
1: Well, I could get a different piece of furniture other than this...
0: Maybe a smaller TV. Oh,
1: no. In fact, because I'm planning on getting a larger TV um, like in February of of next year. I'm wanting to go to a 55-inch TV. But you have a 56-inch room. Then it'll just fit. It'll just fit. I can take the extra change and shove it right in your face.
2: I just don't see where you have the room. Where are you going to... All that stuff that you
1: store in that Ikea shelf, where are you going to put that? I'll have to get a different piece of furniture that'll be down slightly lower. Maybe a corner situation that could fit. Again, we're talking about visual things in a space on a podcast that people don't know what the hell we're talking about.
2: Let's move on to the album Science Fiction from Tom Bailey of the Thompson Twins. He's got his very first solo album it's very exciting and surprisingly enjoyable it sounds just like what the thompson twins would sound like now if they were still recording do you remember he has recorded a couple solo songs that appeared in a movie do you remember which movie i cannot remember (gasps) this time the soundtrack is way better than the movie the movie's kind of rotten I still cannot remember. Cool
1: World. Oh, yeah. Featuring Brad Pitt and an animated Kim Basinger. The best kind of Kim Basinger. That was not a good show. I never even saw it. We saw it at the theater. I did not see it.
2: Uh, I would have never gone to have you seen it. You and Matt
1: went to go see it. Oh. Yeah, I did. I've never seen it. Well, you're not missing anything. I know.
2: Well, we're going to play a song from tom's first solo album it's available on amazon you want the actual cd or you can stream it or
1: download it. yes it's on apple music and i'm sure it's on spotify as well so are we going to play his music video and single
2: we are it's called what kind of world
1: That's very enjoyable. Actually, there's parts of that song that bring to mind an old Thompson Twins song called Sister of Mercy, which is a favorite. Well, it would stand a reason because he wrote that song too. And he sang it. So there you go. There you have it. Case in point proven. I'm smart. I make connections. You do. Nothing gets past me. (laughs) I say everything gets past you. Well. Including good sense. To that, I raise my 10-ounce bottle of Glacier Mist Cut-Rate Spring Water and salute you.
2: Cut-Rate. That's what it says outside your house. This was purchased. Giant neon letters. This was
1: cut-rate. Pr- purchased at Big Lots, which also we call Odd Lots. You can find Cut-Rate right here. It's clean. It's manufactured. Uh, Why would in- you need
2: such a teeny tiny... Bottle of water. Because it was
1: really cheap. It was like $5 for 50 of them or something. Oh. Yeah. But now
2: you have... That's why you have to go to the recycle place. Twice a week. Three times a week. Twice a week,
1: yes. I buy water as big, big jugs of it. But these are for like taking to work or... In the event that I want to take a walk that I never do. (laughs) I have taken walks. When
2: I'd like to know. I have. It's happened before. He, in in what decade?
1: This decade,
2: really, really, in this neighborhood, you yes. just you just like
1: walk, out of nowhere, outside.
2: you were like, I think I'm going to go take a walk, and then you got to the end of your driveway and you changed your mind. I went down,
1: got the mail, and then walked back in here, and whoosh, that was a walk. That's not a walk. No, I've taken a whole walk around the entire neighborhood before. That's a lie. That's not a lie. I believe that it is. It's not a lie. Why don't you take your bike back? Your bike is in my garage. I could put a rack up in the garage and put that bike up. I would die, though. Could you imagine going up the hill? Oh, yeah. But it'd be fun to ride around the rest of my neighborhood on my bike. I should do that. I should get into biking. I'd probably have to buy new tires and do lots of maintenance on that bike since it's so old. and hasn't been used in forever. It was never used to begin with. I used it somewhat when we lived over by the cemetery that was like really nice. Twice. More than twice.
2: I used my bike all the time because I used to ride to work. <laughs> That's a bit. Well, remember I used to put Ethan in a backpack and take him to work with me? Mm-hmm.
0: Oh,
1: those were the days. What Do you do? You think baby Grace that I have, she would respond to being in a backpack and going on a bike ride? I don't think so.
3: No, I don't Ethan think so. Ethan
1: liked to travel. Yeah. Ethan liked being
2: in the car. Ethan just liked being wherever I was. Kind of like the way Elliot is. Mm-hmm. But Elliot does not want to leave the house. Right. But when I'm in the house, he's near me. So. His favorite song is Be Near Me by ABC. It really is. It's going to be the theme song to his new TV show. He's very talented. That's just about stupid. <laughs> I mean, you're just about stupid. Well, is there anything else we need to talk about? How what how stupid
1: you are, no, moving on. that'll be the next hour of this week's podcast. I want to go to Warby Parker Glas's place and go try on some new frames. why don't you suck on a hot fart while you're at it? They don't have those available where I'm going, and furthermore, I don't want it. I might want a pink berry smoothie. Ugh. I've had pink berry once and it was gross. Actually when you say, Oh, I got some pink berry, it sounds like you got like, you know, leprosy or shingles or goiter or you you caught something or you got like a food poisoning. Well, Lewis
2: was very excited because, you know, he traveled all around and uh he was very familiar with the pink berry oeuvre. That's the second time we've used that word mm-hmm, in this mm-hmm. episode. And so he was excited when Pinkberry came,
1: came to our town, to Indianapolis. We still just have the one. Yeah, just one. If it's still there, it, it maybe was just... still there when I was there before. I passed by it when I go wow. to the Apple Store.
2: So I, I think I had a taste of his. He's like, you should taste this before you buy it, and I was like, oh, this is awful.
1: Awful good, if you ask me. It was real,
2: and I like it's tart very, things. It's very tart. I like tart things, but I did not care for that.
1: Well, I like it. I would, speaking of places to I don't go, have a favorite. I'll lock them s- all. Places to eat that I've been to in other cities that we need one here is I would love for them to bring Wow Bow here, which is What's those that? steamed buns, oh. Asian dumpling type things. I don't
2: like the steamed, as I indicated last night. Fuck base. Well. You almost like
1: caused a scene. I like my pot stickers steamed, not deep fried. Those pot stickers were not good. Like deep fried.
2: Your friendship is not good. Yeah. Oh well
1: at least you agree with it. It's better steamed instead of fried. I don't like it's all mushy and doughy. It's doughy and it cuts in too easily with I a don't fork. Like it's that. delicious. I don't like it. Well I care for it. Unlock it. Well, this has grown tiresome. Unlock as I'm sure unlock all unlock of our it. listeners would oh, they've, agree. Oh, they've tuned out by now. Yeah, most likely. Turned it
2: off. Turned us right off.
1: All right. Well, you can find me, if you're so inclined, on...
2: www.justaboutstupid.com I'm on Twitter. I'm so
1: sure podcast.
2: And I am on Facebook at facebook.com slash I'm so sure podcast which i did finally update it this week with a little note that said we're doing a new podcast this week hallelujah you can also find me on instagram at kevin is a place on earth
1: you can use the hashtag i'm so sure podcast as well and we're going to close out this episode with another madonna song still celebrating her birthday 60 years 60 years young except for her hands Oh, oh well, it happens to all Don't of us. Don't you dare! I've it's, got H. I think
2: it's happening right now to I've you. I've got H spots on my porcelana. Hands. Yes, I do. Do you remember when I got porcelana for my cat? Yeah, for the like the freckle on his. He nose. He had a freckle on his nose, and so well, I asked my mom to get me some porcelain or get him some porcelana. and she said, "Well, you can't get porcelana for a cat; it won't work." Well, so I got some. And she was right; it didn't work. But right,
1: and it was pretty pricey too, wasn't it? I
2: don't remember. I'm sure I used my allowance. Not the Hooks credit card. Oh no, that was we didn't have that. Not
1: your family. That was someone. Our uh, one of our. That was our parents. friend
2: Alice. They had the Hooks Promise Card. I promised to pay. That is kind of funny. Hooks was a local drugstore. Very right? local. Well, it was all over Indiana. I mean, there were like probably a hundred locations oh yeah it was huge yeah but then it became it was before it's cvs now but it was something in between well
1: cvs was a company that yeah it was not from here i mean yeah yeah that's a whole other story nobody else wants to hear about that no one not a one shut up all right until next time i'm scott i'm kevin i'm so sure bye
0: je suis désolé Sure.